<clears throat> right, we're all good, yeah? Yep. Yeah. All right. Three, two, one. This is just so we can start from there, kids. So three, two, one. All right, lads. All right. All right. How is doing? All good. Not too bad. Hey, fit. All good, mate. Yeah, mate. All right. Jay Hemp, good. All right, yeah. All good, yeah. You? <laughs> Your audio working, like? Yeah, as well, just, I know because you can edit it all. So it doesn't matter if my audio is picking up yours as well, because remember, my audio is on loud on the computer. Defo does. What? Can you not have, where are your phones now? Oh, yeah, but I don't know why. Like, I've had three different laptops and they uh, they don't work with the headphones. Please don't make him put them ear- headphones on. Here, I'll, I'll shout really loud. And if Gerald can't hear me, show yours, all right. No, I mean, so so when I, I'm recording my audio on this, and that'll right. pick you up as well. Would that be an use, issue? Oh, we have to use your audio. Um, yeah, it will be. <laughs> No, it won't. We can't use hemp's audio though. We can. It's only <clears throat> we're only using the main one, and then <clears throat> we only need his. Yeah, I get you. Get you. Like yeah, that. get you. Yeah, go. He'll just, it'll come up normal on his audio in that case. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> right. So audio problems out of the way can get cracking. Yeah. 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 Hemp again. Let's start again. I'm not frozen. I can hear you. We'll just edit this out. Yeah, you're frozen, mate. You can't see it. No, all good. (laughs) (laughs) Got to see how long you fall for it. Like, Uh, all right. So, decided we try to get the podcast back up and running, seeing as everyone's locked down again. Uh, Fitz, Hemp, have you been doing any training? Let Hemp go first there, Lord. No. (laughs) (laughs) Me, no, not really. Do the odd handstand every now and again on board, but that's about it, to be honest with you. I've been doing much at all. Just Get searching for jobs, on. flat out. Go Can't on. wait to get a, a fitness podcast back up and running when half the boys on it don't actually train anymore. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> Fitz, what have you been training then? Just not being crippled, like. <laughs> How's that working out for you? That's it, well, like. How have you kept yourself busy in lockdown then? Just doing your Zoom classes, like. Doing what? Your Zoom classes. I'm not doing any Zoom classes. Yeah, the kids are six. It's all I do all day. Fitz, you're sitting Wait there watching the kids exercise. Yeah, but I'm counting the reps, like. <laughs> yeah, I'm asking what exercise <laughs> have you been doing? Yeah, counting reps. <laughs> 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 you've been you've you been sending in videos though Fitz for that January thing yeah I was trying to get the planche in the front lever back because I didn't do it like a year and a half so it's good that you nearly have them yeah I did have them <laughs> see how straight his arms were in the planche how straight his what was <laughs> his arms Oh, was so right. <laughs> <laughs> in the plan <laughs> yeah, it was real straight mate he's got to get out of bed for fucking six months to full planching like a year <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. San Gohan kicking his elbow was the best thing ever though 
Fitz, Fitz is on the floor thinking he's like the big shot like and your man comes over and it's like nah nah like, <laughs> 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 yeah, I forgot about that that was amazing <laughs> that was that name was Ben Darm Fitz yeah it was in Birmingham it was when we went to WCO Birmingham what was I showing him? What was I trying to do? Or you wanted to get a picture planche. of your planche. You wanted to get a picture of a full planche and then he just walked over and slapped your ha- arm and slated your bent elbow. Start pushing your elbow in. <sighs> <laughs> I'm just the opposite of a fiber mobile. I can't, I can't straighten my elbow. Yeah, yeah. You can eventually though. Yeah, just, just can't bend anymore. Oh, yeah, like, so explain your uh, route to recovery bit. <laughs> Him, right? Uh, but in the summer, when the, like last summer before lockdown started, was that the first lockdown that summer? March. Yeah, but yeah, so that summer before the lockdown was when I was in bits, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that's how long ago it was, like maybe a year ago, like yeah. And then seeing the specialist diagnosed. Medication and back training now. Yeah, so explain your condition, Fitz. Uh, it's called angulosing spondylitis. It's just a inflammatory disease. So and it's just so basically like, just like everything is stiff and inflamed all the time. So I just kind of get an injection every two weeks and then. Yeah, like so six I went, like, yoga. obviously I was around you in the summer because we were working and all. So like you were just barely sleeping. Addicted to Nordafen. No, I wasn't. Like, oh, I wasn't bad. No, I wasn't bad. Like <laughs> you were. You were always complaining about it. Like yeah, I, was, I wasn't always on the Nordafen. No, like yeah, you were. You asked me to get it for your birthday. That was your birthday present. You wanted Nordafen for your birthday. Like yeah, well, I couldn't move. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, no, yeah. Like, that's because like my neck was rock solid and I couldn't actually like, lift anything. And then a spot in the kids. Happy birthday! Like, Here's a twenty-four pack of Nordafen <laughs> Express. Yeah. It's the yeah, we're trying to catch the kids doing backflips and all like and then. Every time I catch them, like I get the spasm and I can't move for another half an hour. Like, so I have to come into you half the time and be like, here, mate, I can't do anything except for like roll a ball. <laughs> do you remember, like, for a good like two years, none of us believed that he had it and wrong with him. We were just thinking it was all in his head and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was just like, like you're. You might really understand. Like, like, he's always injured all the time. Just moaning, you know. It's just thought you were getting lazy, to be honest. And you come out with this condition. Like, I didn't know you have to get an injection every two weeks. Yeah, do it yourself. Do and he's really asked me to go into the chemist firm to get Nerfing Suit Bart for something. <laughs> <laughs> That's not real. Kieran kicking him out like, just one more pack, Kieran, I can handle it. <laughs> get out here, will you? I'm just scared taking him like that. I know how addicted you are, like. Yeah, no, that's what uh, you know how addictive they are. You wanted the 24 pack off you for your birthday, mate. Yeah, it was either that or initially, like, you got that's like that. Come to think of it, that's probably why you got me to go into the pharmacy. Him, <laughs> no, you were going to the shop. I just asked you for a pharmacy. No, yeah, look at the pencil he's getting about it, too. Like, no, no, not bad. <laughs> well, how did you? So, how have you, like. Because you're moving well now, mate. So what is a change for you, like, in terms of your training and stuff? Well, like, me... I literally couldn't, like, bend in any way whatsoever. Like, like my SI joints and my hamstrings were, and my... Um, 
oh. yeah, my SI joints basically just flared up and kind of everything around my hips was just like rock solid, like like lower back couldn't move or anything like that. Um, so I was just doing a lot of yoga. Did like six months of yoga. Like I said, I'd never do yoga because it's so boring and then got into it real well. That was completely different then. Like, then I could actually get back training after that. So, And you keeping up yoga? No, I haven't done it in like two months and I'm in bits again. <laughs> <laughs> I, literally, I literally went back. I literally subscribed again to the yoga pag is on. Like, it's just so boring. Like, it's like oh yoga's what's cured me like it was amazing the last few months oh, and you still doing it nah mate just hoping if I just went back like yeah, give it up doing push-ups pull-ups and, like, went back and like, your yeah, be all right. but every time you've done gone back to like what you regard as like strength stuff like push-ups pull-ups and try to build up your endurance you get injured again but but it sounds like when you were keeping up the yoga you were staying relatively yeah, injury free like yeah it was just so boring though like it's something I like doing so I just need to get a balance. You, I need to do like one day yoga, one day training and just keep going like that. I think it'll be alright that way, but... Pilates fits. Ah, hey Pilates. Yeah, that's, they're, they're hard. Like. I'm qualified in Pilates. It's just so boring. Like. Yeah, but you can make it hard. What? What like? What do you regard as entertaining training then? Calisthenics, mate. <laughs> But like you can't do it for six months because you stop doing yoga and then you get injured again. I'll just have to manage both. Like it'll be a grand. Dedication. Okay, so sign back up to that yoga then. I did. It's pay for today. Like. Good man. Yeah, you can tell that PT's been rolling in. Like what? The, the two people. Like? <laughs> <laughs> and then him viewed on it. And... What do you mean? Him pretending that is a. Uh, <laughs> His internet's lagging like Can you repeat the like, question? <laughs> yeah, uh, so like The kind of thing with that Like what do you think Like lockdown Everyone's training Has kind of Dipped Like Obviously hemp You were kind of in and out anyway But Do you think lockdown <laughs> Has had a bigger effect On like Everyone In that way? Yeah But the only thing I kept going was with your competition there during the lockdown. And I literally would have done the move like 10 minutes before I had to be entered. Like, you know, so I haven't really been doing much since last year at all, to be honest. Yeah. You kind of, you've ended up like placing ahead of like all the lads in Bar Monkey and like they were all yeah. slating you before it. And you got easy moves though. You got easy moves. They did. What did you get I against like, Fitz? I was against Garrett Weir, remember? I bet Garrett Weir. Yeah, what move did you get against <laughs> Garrett Weir? It was probably a strength one. <laughs> <laughs> but you bet Fitz, didn't you? No. Yeah, the, the sissy squats, remember Fitz? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sissy squats, yeah. <laughs> what, that's a strength move. Mate, mate I, I couldn't bend my knees. <laughs> that's not him's fault, is it? <laughs> Yeah, like the most extreme like <laughs> mobility move there is in the whole team. <laughs> you get to me, like. mate. It's the wheel it's of dr- it's the wheel of death. I had nothing to do with it. Yeah, more like the wheel of exclusion to people with disabilities. Like, Fitz, we can't hack it. Texting me all that week, like, like two we weeks, and then you stop doing everything anyway. Yeah, because I couldn't sleep again. <laughs> 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 I wake up at three o'clock in the morning and just go, oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> and then like. So like you see, like, do you think it's like, like I haven't seen Cairns in a while, or 
do you think everyone's going to like what I'm trying to get at is what do you think like like long term is there going to be well, I, I think general public wise like people who aren't into like like high level sport or like different training for ages just getting active again I think they're getting a lot better than probably before because they're just working at home and they're not going to work like they have so much more time so that time excuse isn't there like I've seen much more people on Instagram going for a 5k run than ever have for my life so yeah you've been out walking more than ever I've run. I've for a few runs like when that's two trees so what you think general population was we're going to be fitter after lockdowns probably not fitter but people probably have a different kind of mindset towards exercise now like all they could do was go for a run or for a walk so like an outlet do you know why people are starting to enjoy yeah. that more I'm not thinking of it as a yeah, there was actually um, a woman on the radio today and she was saying that she never walked before and now since lockdown she goes on three walks a day so she said it's great she loves it I don't, I don't know who it was now it was on the show on the radio this morning three walks a day yeah she she said she gets up in the morning and then she plans when she wants to go for a walk so she never ever went for a walk before so I think it's helping a lot in that sense but um, yeah so I think as well and as well what Fitz said you see a whole lot more people out walking than they did before like there's places where you didn't even think people would walk and you're driving past them and it's packed full of people like yeah down my way like obviously I'm down near 40 foot and all and like down there it's just packed all the time have you gone on any walks in? Uh, I went on <laughs> I went on a really long one like I never really went for a while I went on a really long one and then my hip was killing me I was like <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a sore hip before I haven't been on much since we've been on a couple of but not much like that now, no. Is Natalia not doing yeah. lots of training now in the house? Natalia does a bit of training at home here, yeah. How does Natalia do you do more think than you? Like, like? <laughs> do you <laughs> think like, there's going to be much more, like, when things do go back to normal, do you think that, like, you know, the online thing is going to continue? Like, more people are going to stay training at home rather than go back to a gym or go back to, like, you know, us or whatever? Nah. I think as soon as like everything gets back open online, we'll just disappear again. Yeah, me too. This, this, yeah, like, the Zoom I, stock prices will drop. <laughs> I think like ninety percent of like people who exercise just go for like a big social aspect for motivation. Like a lot of people just sit in Zoom and they just do it because it's all they have. But I think if the gym classes are back open, they'd fly back in. Like. Yeah. Yeah. But like if you now, like if you think back to the summer. Like, did we got a big influx of people? But uh, like, you talked to Ezra, and he was saying like his Zoom classes were busier than his normal classes. Um, and then so like, you know, like mm. maybe people just want to kind of stay where they are for a while. No, and I see what you're saying there. It's like more accessible for people. Like, people might not have time to, you know, like whatever about an hour class but it might take them three hours to get there in total like you know they do something at home yeah but you know what I mean like, like, you live, like? <laughs> when, I trained, yeah, when I trained up yeah, in Cavantili like it took me half an hour to get there do you know and yeah, I'd be yeah. at home doing something else before that and then you'd have to you know you do the hour class and then like you come back you know and then you're before you know it it's 10 o'clock you know that kind of way yeah, so it might be the easy coaching course like the coaching course we, we're running at the minute like that's what one of them said yesterday he said you know unless you crawl out of bed and like like you're saying man like you know it's not half an hour travel and then it's not half an hour back so as you say yeah it might be a one hour session but it's two hours whereas if you're meeting someone on zoom it's 
walk into your sitting room or whatever you do it. And, <laughs> do you think yeah. that? Do you think that might have a bit of a negative effect though that people are like not lazy but do you want to put as much of an effort in to go and do something yeah. like it's just won't just like take the laptop off his lap like where am I supposed to put it <laughs> can you imagine if it's running a class like that like <laughs> yeah just uh, <laughs> that perfect yeah, angle of his four like. chains like <laughs> that four chains what a beard coming out <laughs> Yeah, but like I, I obviously agree with you. Was like, and obviously, like when we can, I want to go back. But I'm just like trying to throw in the nearly like the other argument, you know? Because like as I said, you're hearing of other people that are saying they're not gonna go back and they're doing better under the kind of Zoom and online world. Like some of them said yesterday, the pros are that like you know, for us as even trying to grow the sport, you know, like do you think there's pros to being on Zoom or getting back to the real world, like? Well, air sport, it's hmm. definitely not helping. Like, all we can do is like the floor moves and like the main appeal is a bar, especially for the kids. Like, yeah. So I think air stuff's definitely been affected quite negatively. Like, especially football and stuff. Like, they can't go and play. Like, the whole point of it is the group sport, like team sports. None yeah. of them can go and do that. Like, so I don't like, think we've had, sport, really. we've had like side go on him. That just that class you had on. Um, the other day is we're coaching coaches. Were they all local or were they around all of Ireland? Yeah, so that's kind of something I was going to say is like when we've had some different workshops through Zoom, you know, like you're getting people from England, you know, a few lads from Belgium join one of the planch workshops, Belfast, people that aren't going to travel to you, say, for every Tuesday night classes, but because we're on, having online presence, you know, you're getting the chance to maybe introduce the sport in more places than if we're just based in Ballybrack and we have a class on a Friday night at five o'clock or whatever. Do you know what I mean? If because that that's then based on okay, the time, the location, and the range that has to suit that person. But if you're online, location is going to take it out of it. So, you know, is that avenue worth? You know, is that avenue promoting the sports? just as much as, say, actually having a physical presence? like Yeah, I'd say just in air sports, probably, because there's so little kind of coaches in clubs, like, well, kind of any other sport, I'd have a club in every local area. I can't imagine up choosing Zoom than going to that club in person, like. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, um, I, I have been out of the loop for a little bit, but I used to always see stuff about... <laughs> a little bit, three time. years, like... <laughs> yeah, I, I got, I'll go back, get back in there. You know? He has a T-shirt, he has a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Still fit. I used to see stuff about WCO all the time, you know, um, and now I don't see much at all, really, about them even promoting, you know, or anything, really, like, coming from the page, you know. But I might just be missing out, maybe you are seeing it, but I don't see anything on Instagram with about them at all anymore. See, that's that's what I kind of mean, like, in terms of, say, long-term effects of the lockdown for the sport is, like, you know, this time last year, if it's, like, you know, we were talking, and even the last podcast we did with the three of us, we were talking about Flynn going to the World Cup, Flynn starting to do bigger competitions. Yeah. You know, we were talking about us organising national competitions here, and that was a big motivation for a lot of people, like, say, obviously Flynn and, you know, even mis- obviously myself as well, like, and then that gets, you know, now we now we don't know when that'll be. So a lot of people do you think, you know, how do you think that's affecting 
like the likes of you know Flynn's just an example, but there's obviously plenty of other athletes in that kind of same boat that were on the cusp or maybe were doing competitions or you know their training was at that stage. How do you think it's affected mm. them kind of people? Like, go on ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say yeah, no, it was definitely. <laughs> it was definitely affecting them actually really bad. Now the, that that question, yeah, like that's it's terrible for the likes of those. They can't even train. Like over in England, you know, when they kind of had the lockdown, the bars were still up and lads were training anyway. But then the government came in and took the bars down. Do you see that? They screwed all the bars off. So there's just poles sitting there. Um, now you can get up on the poles if you want, but that's your own choice. But <laughs> it's definitely affected the, the younger generation. Yeah, Because they've lost, in Ireland, they've essentially lost the whole year of training. You know, like Flynn has yeah. lost the whole year of training. I think Ireland especially, because like we can't go inside at all. Like you see other countries can still go to a gym. And you still like have their good outdoor parks. Like we don't have a good outdoor park for like actual freestyle training. So I think everybody. Yeah, what's the story with that outdoor park? Is that still going ahead? So two two outdoor parks meant to be going in. Like something Aaron said there. If if we had one of them in before COVID, you know, maybe like the likes of Flynn, as we mentioned, you know, situation might be a little bit different. But one's meant to be going into Toyman Park in Tallaght, and one's meant to be going into Collinstown. But because of COVID, there's been a huge delay with that. Like the bars are there, they're ready to get put up. But uh, remember at the start of January there when they made another announcement that non-essential construction wasn't allowed to go ahead. So that's put a halt. Like that was meant to be in in January. Obviously it's February now. Um, so that kind of, yeah, like it's just, it's kind of affected that as well. But I just like even say, you know, fits like us with Barmy, like you said, you know, we've talked about it before, but we nearly have a whole set of kids involved with us now that don't actually know what calisthenics is and they're with us since, you know, over six months. It's mad. And they're they're outdoors and they haven't actually tried a trick because you know, and we seem to have this month maybe we kept a few with the online kind of challenges on Zoom, as you said, but like you could see the kids kind of before Christmas there coming to class and because they're not really able to practice the skills that they want to or should be practicing, the interest level kind of, you know, dipping a little bit. Mm. Do you think uh, we can get that back when, or like, you know, do you think you're going to lose people in that kind of way as well? Or yeah. But everyone, everyone lost interest because everything had to change and everything changed in a negative way, like, not a negative way, but just not the same thing as it was like. So, like, there's only so much you can do, do you know what I mean? So either you follow the guidelines and be responsible or try and go around yeah. it, but like everyone had to stop it. Yeah, I think you might lose a couple of kids there, you know, they might just say, I'm not going back, you know, that kind of way. Um, but I, if I, you think, can... I think we'll get more back. I think we'll actually get more when we go back. If so many kids, people are the same. People... The same, the same and more because there's so many kids oh. unactive now and they're seeing their stuff. Oh yeah, that's what I was about to say though, but if you can show them what they can do and what they can learn, then it'd be much easier to get them back. But as you were saying there, they don't know what calisthenics is. So I think if they were kind of getting, as you said, tired of it, then it'd be harder to get them back. But if you can somehow show them what they can be learning, um, then well, it'd be I think you have such a, such a low expectation now that when they go back inside, it's just like, bah! they're going to be like, Jesus Christ, what's this like? 
the first time they go in yeah. and see the bar is properly set up like yeah like they literally I mean, come yeah. in like 30% bar monkey and then they come back into 100% to be like what was this like because we like you know if you think we didn't obviously go back until July and the kids that you know obviously kids have been involved previously but the ones that only joined from July have had just this kind of COVID experience of bar monkey or calisthenics you know and it's just like it's obviously a completely different um, environment, you know, compared to what we were before that. But even Jordan, COVID man, you know, when we had, like, we didn't think much of Blanchestown, I suppose, you know, we were like, uh, like still kind of trying to tickle over and get it running. And then obviously the lockdowns have come back and like, you know, but even when we were in Blanchestown, we didn't think we were back doing what we were, you know? So what I mean is like, how long do you think before we're back maybe, you know, say when you're allowed back to normal, how long do you think it'll be before people are thinking of competitions or trying to organise them kind of events and stuff again? I think go straight back into it. I think people will be straight mm-hmm. back in trying to organise stuff. Now, I'll be at the same level. I think competitions will be like half the level they were last year. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in Ireland. Jesus, like who who's going to do a freestyle competition now this year? Like? Yeah, I could probably step up actually straight away. <laughs> yeah, on the day, hemp, like. <laughs> like nobody could do anything. Everyone just did a few statics. Like that was it. So, not fairness. The statics be fairly high now. Do you think though? Really? Probably. Like we done that challenge for January. Yeah, longest front lever was. Well, I got a good front lever. That's the longest front lever I probably ever did. Like. You? <laughs> yeah, nine seconds. I've never actually. Are you stepping it. into competitions this year, Fitz? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so where it is where it is uh <laughs> <laughs> Olympics. <laughs> where do you see it going of like how long do you see this going on for? Say September, I think. So you reckon competitions by September or what do you No, nah, just life classes by September? Yeah, I think I think classes September. <clears throat> like inside classes September. So are you like writing off this year again? <laughs> yeah they're really getting their hopes up like they're, they're just seen there like they're just saying you might be able to have a staycation in July so like there's no point to trying to plan ahead like if it comes back deadly like I think it organised something in a week if it came back you'd be that excited like but do you think how long do you think it'll like how long do you think it'll take someone obviously it depends on their training and you know like how much are people keeping up like trying to keep their training taking over but like how long do you think it would take someone to be prepared to do a competition at like this stage Ireland or internationally like well at the minute just Ireland well there's, there's no one really like to well, it's, it's taken a year like uh, like you have to train properly for another, it depends what level you want to go into as well like if you want to go and do like a, a World Cup qualifier like you're going to need another year like like fitness levels alone like I don't know if you've noticed that, like, but when I start back training I did like 15 push-ups and genuinely felt like I was going to get sick. Like, fair enough, fair enough, I was bedridden for like six months, but like just your aerobic capacity, you're just at home all day. Like you're not running around, you're not just working for eight hours, you're just sitting at home and on the laptop. You might do it half an hour, an hour exercise, like, but just your aerobic capacity is just so low. And I, know, I feel like past now, first few times I'm back trying. And like, that's doing nothing. Imagine you doing a full three-minute set, like, yeah, mm. I mean, nearly got sick. Like even, used to try and like, <laughs> imagine now. Remember, like, like, what I was saying was that, like, even when we were in Blanche, you still felt like you were just trying to catch up to where you were. 
before the first lockdown. You know, say, and then obviously I had I had the concussion and all, so I was kind of in bits between January, February, anyway. But like, you know, when we did get back and we were trying to blanch and stuff, it felt like you were just trying to catch back up to where we were. You know, so yeah, it's, it's basically to, been a, you need to re reevaluate your level at this point. Like, you have exactly, to accept. Yeah, like, you have to accept your two years back, basically. That's what I mean. Like this year, like last year, it was kind of like being rolled off, and then. Ah. I think it depends on the person though, because you pick up your skills back fairly fast. Like fair enough, you won't catch yeah, like a memories. top of memories are great. But I, I, I could see you getting like your five forty and all back in the day. Like, yeah, I get that back in the day, mate. Yeah, no, you would be freak. Yeah, muscle memory is a serious thing though. Like, but if you flip that though, right? So like you said, you know, like some people have tried to see positives in it, I suppose, and that like, you know, like we obviously we've seen Goku and all like as an example, like. Like the strength he's after putting somehow putting together in the last year, like he's progressed loads. Kids freak. Do you think do you think like there's people there that just are able to take an advantage of this and, you know, maybe work on stuff that they weren't strong in before? Like I don't think it was COVID that got him to do that. I think he was just gonna do that no matter what. Like <clears throat> Imagine if he was <laughs> wasn't stuck inside for COVID, like Jesus Christ. Um your man Liam as well. Um there in Eric's place, like he nearly has like a straddle punch and stuff out an hour. He has like a front lever and stuff. So I suppose it's definitely benefited for like the young lads who Yeah, so what I mean, like you know, so, so obviously that, like, some people have I suppose just different levels of motivation. Yeah. So like some people are kind of maybe getting advantages out of it. Because like as you say, like they're stuck at home but they still really want to train and Usually the statics for a lot of people is the thing that, like Goku, you know, before this, it was probably his weaker elements. Now he's just like, chap doesn't look like he has a weakness, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So do you think some people have like... Yeah, definitely. You know, like, I, like, I wouldn't try and properly by myself. Like, I don't think you do either. Like, you need a group there, like, with music and stuff, or just in the park, freezing cold, do 10 pull-ups, like, oh, fuck this, like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I can't train outside when it's that cold. Just horrible, yeah. like not mm. get any motivation or like want to do it. Like, yeah, well, if you love it, if you love it, though, you'll do it. You know, if you really like. When I first started, like, um, you know, I used to, yeah, do do my thing on Friday night, like with my mates and all. But when I started calisthenics, I used to do, stay inside on Friday and just train in my sitting room, like, and same on Saturday and take videos for Instagram and all. You know, I, I loved it back then. Then it kind of, I kind of grew out of it then during this lockdown and also. Um, I think it help, it will help people in a lot of ways, like what you were saying. Just it depends how quick he gets his freestyle back too, you know. So, um, what do you think? Just, my, this is just a question, but like, what do you think separates, say, like Goku, who seems to have like gotten, as you said, he was probably going to do it anyway. But what do you think separates like Goku's after getting like what looks like really motivated compared to like, well, us who've just like. <laughs> Lost that a little bit and like you know, don't haven't you know flatlined almost or whatever. Well, I think he genuinely thinks he's gonna be the best in the world. Like, yeah, he is and, and he's, the way he's, young, he's the way he's going, like, yeah, he, he definitely could be. Like, hmm. I think that's just his. Like, he doesn't see himself as like, ah, I might qualify for this or I might get here. He's genuinely just thinking I'm gonna win absolutely everything. Like, I'm gonna be better than everyone. Yeah. And you can exactly. see it, like even like his posts and stuff the way he talks about himself. But that's the mindset he kind of. You should have like 
He's doing well, is that like? Yeah. yeah if it's, it's, uh, the thing's saying if you train 15 hours a week in, in your sport, you become elite at it, you know? And that's obviously what he's shooting for. He's an athlete, you know? He has athlete mentality. That's what all athletes are like. Proper ones. Like, if you compare it, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to, uh, like, have a go at Flynn, but, like, you know, they're the same age. That's the only reason I'm comparing it. And, like, like Flynn has the same opportunities as him, if you like. And, like, the last lockdown, like, I felt for him. But, like, when I see Goku just able to do it all on his own, you know, for some, some things with Flynn, like, unless we're on his case over it, you know, and I know he loves the sport, but, do you know what I mean? There's a big difference between, like, Goku's on his own, just training in his house all the time. And I know Flynn's doing his leaving cert and all, but, like, he hasn't, uh, definitely hasn't shown the same levels of motivation, like. If you think about any athlete, you know, that I think of, like, just say, like even Katie Taylor, I'm sure if there was a lockdown on, she wouldn't be, you know, sitting around doing nothing. She'd be just training the same as she was, you know, even when she was a kid, like, any athlete, like a footballer or if there's a kid out here where I live and I see him running every day on the road, he's like eight or nine and he's out training by himself. Like, he, he's obviously training for something. Obviously, some good at some sport. Maybe he likes to do running, but, you know, that's just a, it's an athlete mentality just to keep going, be the best, train, 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 no matter what the circumstances are. You know? But also um, say about the Flynn thing, like, I think <clears throat> Flynn hasn't been exposed to, like, the international stuff yet. It's like Goku has been to a few competitions we've been at, and like yeah, because like that's what I mean. I'm not trying to. I'm not having a go at him. I'm just yeah, saying. I'm just saying like Goku has been like sucked into that world where all his mates probably do calisthenics, and like all the people he looks up to do calisthenics, and that's why yeah, he's like been if, the past, like, if four Flynn years had now, a, like, like I felt sorry for Flynn because he was literally meant to do his first UK comp in March. Yeah, you know, last year, and it was all scheduled, blah blah, blah. and like you know. Like we said, last year was supposed to be the year of Flynn, you know. That's what we were kind of all joking and saying. Mm-hmm. But I just, I mean, like, you know, that's just interesting. Like, you know, what do you think something, someone with that motivation, is it like trained or is it just within them? As you said, Goku got exposed to Yeah, it's a few different experiences as well, yeah. And people around them, like... exposed to competition, so what? Like, you think that? What do you think? It's the environment around them or is it him? I think it's all a mix about. Like, I think it's a holistic kind of thing where like he's been doing that from what I was like 16 or something 15 just down like you know what the atmosphere is like with lads in England like 200 people in the park like it's clearly different yeah. than what we have like so they stay around yeah, they stay there all though. day like <clears throat> yeah, they stay there like we used to play football back in the day like where you'd be in the Astro for 10 hours like that's what they do over there at the bars like yeah, yeah. So I was about to say about Goku if it wasn't calisthenics it seems as if it'd be something else with him you know but it just has that pure athlete mentality, you know? But the, the thing for me with Goku, so we've had obviously a few comps here and like I was in Goku's first competition when he was 16 or whatever and he milled himself. Like he went for, I think he went for a shrimp flip or a backflip or something, but he landed on his head, like, but he got back up, blah, blah, and, you know, didn't place anywhere. But like loads of lads over here that have done our comps have done that, like, enter the competition not placed and then they're gone they drop out whereas Goku kind of used that you know younger age obviously but 16 didn't come anywhere and now he's like he's flying you know whereas like a lot of lads over this way might do their first comp and oh like you know I didn't win straight away so they're dropping off 
you know, so there's a big difference in what way he seems to be approaching things like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, that's just like, you know, it's just just interesting because as I say, everyone's kind of moaning about like being stuck in and lockdowns and all, but like there's examples there of people that have kind of used it to their advantage as well. Like get the go on the next podcast, like. He's about it. Um, but no, I see what you're saying. There's definitely some motivation there for some people to come back and prove themselves. Yeah. Where was that competition? Uh, England, London. We did the one in Holland with me as well. And um, he did class. Then he has a World Cup qualifier as well. <clears throat> Don't know how he yeah, did like he's done plenty of stuff. Bad, do you know like what I mean? And then, mm-hmm. it's, that's his last competition against your man Barrows in the sky. Like, he's like a. He's been there for like five years, top level. Like Goku definitely should have won that. Like, so that's I'm just like what I mean. What I find interesting is that, like, you know, anyone who does do competitions or whatever, like, what's their response to that? Like, in terms of not doing well, or you know, his response was, "I'm gonna do more. I'm gonna get better." And like, I know we kind of like you said before, like all this stuff on his Instagram is about him. You know, I'm gonna be this. I'm gonna be that. But that's his motivation like when he says those things and that's what probably pushes him to go and do it then he's almost putting that kind of pressure on his own shoulders nearly like mm. kind of a bigger stress <laughs> but if like one thing is like so if you you know if we wanted to say obviously it's really hard to at the minute with the zoom and stuff but when we go back to normal like if we're trying to and I know obviously we're not just doing this we're trying to create a big thing but if we're looking for people to move into that atmosphere of starting to do competitions and all that like for trying to identify talent like what what do you feel we should look for then if you're saying you you get an example hemp with a little kid out on the road you know is it is it their motivation that you're going to look for or is it like literally just their physical stuff or what do you think might like when we're looking for people to stand out what do you think makes them stand out basically i think the <clears throat> like the Emotional kind of strength is probably more important at a younger age, like say if we're going like eight, nine, ten, because <clears throat> they haven't gone through like that second state of like peak eye velocity, so they're going to get a lot of strength anyway. If they're trained properly, they can probably train as high as a kid that has crazy amount of strength at a younger age. Like through that stage, if they're trained properly, probably get to the same physical point. Like fair enough if someone's like six four, but under twelve, they're probably a bit of a freak. Like, but um, <clears throat> in general, like I think the emotional strength of not getting disheartened if they don't win anything or if they're not as good as somebody else and can self-motivate themselves to try and better like I think that's pretty more important to identify at an early age than the physical side of it like but if mm-hmm. a kid has no yeah, if a kid's 10 and he has really bad coordination and kind of poor mobility and stuff <laughs> it's going to be hard to get to train that at the age of 10 like then it would be like a mm. 6 or a 5 year old if that makes sense Him. Yeah, I just think when it comes to if you're talking about an athlete, as I was going to kind of bring it back to what I was saying, I think um, a kid can come into something and, and um, you know, enjoy it. But it's, I think it's kind of, I always kind of put it up to the kid if they want to actually go ahead and pursue it, you know, like 
as I said, like most athletes that are what they are now, they knew they wanted to do that when they were, you know, eight or nine. You know, that's what their goal was. It's like it's nearly like they're born to come here and do it. <laughs> the question you're looking for, really, because I think it's honestly just something that if a kid's going to do it, they're going to do it. Can't really force them to. I know parents probably do force their kids to become what they want them to do too. Um, but I think. Uh, as I said, like all the all the athletes now, they knew they wanted to do that when they were eight, nine, you know, even younger than that. So yeah, so it's, it's kind of it's, a mentality thing. The environment's a big thing. Like as I grown up, like a kid that is born into like a a Gaelic family compared to a kid that was brought into a family that has no sport whatsoever. Mm. Like it's probably way more likely that kid who's involved in the Gaelic family is going to be a oh, of a Gaelic player compared to the kids that mm. had no like environment of the sport whatsoever like like yeah. it's hard to be shown yeah. those things and expose to them to actually know what a high level is and have someone to look up to like like there was a obviously like like I have a lot of free time at the minute so I'm just like reading a lot of stuff and stuff and that but um, there was a study I read on uh, this project done by Sports Scotland and they were basically trying to implement the idea of cognitive development with kids because they were saying that like a lot of kids drop out of sport and people don't actually realize what their potential could have been because they might not have physical abilities like you said about peacock high velocity physics like they might not have their physical abilities at 10 but then when they hit their growth sport and they start hitting puberty all these things that weren't noticeable become noticeable later on so the idea was that they were trying to develop cognitive skills with the kids so that you know they would stay in sport basically until that kind of later stage and um, yeah no I just I just just think that's interesting you know that they're starting to be more yeah, aware what made of, an athlete, an athlete. yeah what <laughs> just saying yeah it is interesting athlete. like thinking what makes an athlete an athlete Okay, so you thought you were like, ah, athletes and athlete, like, well, it's a bit, like, you know, it just, there, there's always just, you know, like, the other week, like, we were laughing, Fitz, we were talking about one of the kids, and I was like, you know, Fitz like, ah, it's just lazy, like, it's like, nah, there's a bit more to it, like, than just being lazy, like, that four-year degree wasn't wasted on Fitz, like. Yeah, like, lazy kids are lazy kids, like, nah, 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 like, just, nah, like, we didn't, like, <laughs> If you're doing the Zoom class and he's going from like doing a little mad stuff on the bar to being asked to do like <laughs> shrimp squats, like you can understand it's just like ah, just like a few Oreos, like yeah. But once we kind of changed it, like what I'm saying is like the whole idea, of the motivation thing, and what we're saying is once we kind of changed the incentive, it changed him. Like yeah, packing Oreos and he's banging out pistols, like no, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> It was the, okay. if, you do it, like, if you do this, it was that kind of little goal at the end. It wasn't the Oreos. Maybe that work on you. If that's what is your incentive, yeah. mate. Give me a few Oreos, champion mate. athlete with a twelve pack of Oreos. Like, wait, did you did you have an incentive for Oreos? Yeah, mate. No, like, <laughs> no. He was just eating during the class in his first <laughs> week. But then, so initially with the oh. zooms, and it's just it's just just an idea you know and like maybe maybe Goku was the example like like you said his idea is I'm going to win competitions when they're back I want to train I want to stay ready for them um, but with the kids you know the first time we were running the Zoom it was like alright we're in this situation but last month then we just changed the idea of like okay we set up a league 
nothing major, but just like each class, you know, and they're getting points each week. And I'd say, like, you know, the engagement level was much higher than, you know, Fitzel agreed, but like, in terms of the way the kids reacted to that, having like, we just, just had a prize of a t shirt, man, for, you know, whoever plays top of the league by the end of it. But the first week, they kind of didn't know that. And then as the weeks went on, they got more and more into it, I would say. You know, like the engagement level, it wasn't hard to get them doing stuff or, you know, nobody dropped off. The retention was still there. Um, like the first session was, was like 40 minutes and the last session was like an hour and 10 because they wanted to keep doing it for as long as possible to get as many reps as they could. Like, So to show the difference, like after 40 minutes, the mm. first thing like, yeah, right, yeah. finished. But yeah. this one, like... I, I wanted it to end. I wanted to have me dinner. Like it went like nearly double the time of the class. Like <laughs> no surprise, fits on dinner. Like. Oh, it was like seven o'clock. Like dinner time. That one hour's work. Like <laughs> not that more. Look at that. <laughs> Counting all those red like, chips. Like. What are you eating, him? So what? Like <laughs> what would you? He didn't answer it. Yeah, hey, what'd you say, him? Seventy-two kilos now. Are you 72 or am I 72? Are you 72 kilos now? Yeah, I am, yeah. Are you? Are you? Who's 72? Him, are you 72? <laughs> Good man. I don't know, I, have, I haven't weighed myself in a long time. I uh, there, I think you're back. Your internet slowed down again, mate. Can you hear me now? Oh, not this again. <laughs> I can hear you. Yeah, your screen's frozen. I'm just, it's a bit delayed. A bit? <laughs> it's a bit delayed. I can hear you. Um, so then, the last question, right, so is, what do you, like, you know, the last thing we'll, before we go would be that if you're thinking of the what do you regard to what do you think more important then? That do you have to have physical components or can it a lot of it be replaced by those cognitive things that you've mentioned, hemp about like they just want to go out and they're just motivated to do it, or do you have to have X amount of ability before that even matters? I think like if you have no ability, well not no ability, but like a very low ability, you have to be seriously mentally strong to always lose and always be last and not care how bad you are like. Like, I always play football. It's definitely the worst player on the team. Like, but I just love playing football. Not according to your dad, mate. Yeah, that best left back, left country, back like. in Ireland. Like. According to your dad, I was left on the bench. Like, so, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't care. That I was like garbage of football. I just like playing it and, and like, the lads, like. so maybe very kid that was like that didn't really care up to a certain age, and then I don't know. And yeah, I think um, just. Saying on fits there, I think if you keep it, like, it's just taking back to when I played football when I was younger, it was always more of just go out and have fun, it doesn't matter if you win or lose, you know. And I think if you can get that across to kids and they can go out and lose and they still have fun, you know, then then they'll keep coming back. It's like when I and, and then, then I'm gonna say, what like if you if a kid just wants to do it, they'll do it. Like, I remember when I was younger, I used to do I don't know how many sports and I absolutely loved them and I well. I got really, really, really good at them just because I used to even, like, I never really read anymore, but I used to read up about sports and, all, like, about sports that I was doing. 
and I got really, really good at them. But then all of a sudden, I just stopped, lost interest, you know. But I could have been, like I say, for example, there was one, I remember I used to play baseball, like it's random enough, but I used to play baseball in, in Greystones, and I absolutely loved it. I got really, really good. I was 12, and I was playing on the under 16s, and then, uh, then I just all of a sudden, I just packed it in, like you know, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing I like just by listening to you is but like I very fast it was like like you're saying you know did like Fitz you said like they'd want to be like you know have a really hard, strong emotional setup if they're going to lose all the time they don't have much ability so do you think that like motivation comes from being good at something initially then because if you kind of feel you're good at it yeah, you have to have a little bit of, you have to be, like, you have to have some type of success to stay at something. Like, fair enough, you could have a coach that makes you But do you think that comes successful. first? So you walk in something, you're like, oh, I'm actually good at this. And then the idea of being motivated towards it. It's very situational. you're good like, at it. Like, it depends on the kid and it depends on what you're doing. Like, if you come in and say, like, it depends on sports you're doing as well. Like, if you're coming in something that's just really fun, you could be absolutely terrible at it, but it should go crack so you don't really care, like. So you'll stick at so it for longer. motivation level change based on your ability then? Yeah, it depends on the sport. Like, say I was going to play golf, and I was really bad at golf. You'd never enjoy missing the ball for, like, three months straight, like, whereas if you're really bad at dodgeball, so it's a bit of crack, like, yeah, so, so you stick at it. Like. That's what I'm getting at, though. If, if you walk in at something and you're not great at it, are you going to take it seriously compared to if you walk into something and everyone's like, well, you're good at this? It, I mean, it just like depends what it is. Future, that, that's what I mean. Like, it could be yes and no for both, you know? But what's the no? Like, if you're not good at a sport, but you're playing all your mates, like, your motivation isn't that you're good at it. But if you went into the sport and you are really good at it, you're going to stick at it as well. Like, it just depends on the kid, I think. Depends on the personality. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have a opinion on it there as well, is he? Who? Yeah, dog. Oh, damn dog. Got <laughs> <laughs> kind of nuts in the back there. Can you hear it, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Look, at, cut. look at him screaming. Look at what his brows are. on. I got time to end the dog, All right. Can you hear me now? edit dog barking out, like. <laughs> We can hear you. We are screaming brows on an absolutely amazing moment. Oh, you got back. All right. But just uh, just just one more thing. Just when you were saying, because I you could, couldn't hear me there, and um, I kept breaking up. But uh, when you were saying about if if a kid comes in or something that's not really great at the sport, um, would they keep going? Um, but it just I'll just take it back to baseball that time when I first started. I was absolutely terrible. I remember I literally remember the first or second time I was down there. We were practicing this thing where your man would hit the bat the bat to you or the ball to you and you have to pick it up off the ground and I swear to God um, I'm not even messing uh, one of the other coaches seeing me and he looked at my coach and said hey Trey you're trying to retard your team and I was like what the fuck? I swear to God that happened but uh, I, I studied and I studied and I got really I swear to God he said that right in front of me but uh, I went, worked really really hard and got really good at the game I was I was the pitcher and um, top batter like so I think if a kid wants to do it again, I'll bring it back inside that they'll do it. You know? So you you got like stick off the couch and that you responded with that. It was a different you know, coach. Better at it or? A different coach, sorry. And as well, there's no uh, the kid. None, none of the kids are going to 
watching this, but my team was actually the the team that just got thrown together. We weren't great at all. Um, you know, we were like bottom of the league most of the time, but then we ended up coming second in the league. So I think I think like nearly the whole team kind of spirit came together, you know, and said, you know, let's do it. Like, but it was real Americanized, you know, the kind of way. Sounds so like, it was real like, you know, come on, team, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. It is, you know, the worst on, Disney yeah. film <laughs> <laughs> so the mighty ducks, the mighty ducks. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Sounds like you're doing a pitch, the worst film ever. <laughs> that was great, though. Was, we all came good. together, we used our team spirit, and we came second. <laughs> yeah, we did. Well, there's only so, four yeah. teams in the league now, but we came second. Four teams. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but we were the we were the the, the bottom of the bottom. Like you know, at the start we were all terrible. Like we didn't, you know. But like, uh, I don't know if that motivated me. I kind of forget now if that motivated me. I think I just liked the sport so much that I just decided to really work on it. And I bought myself a mace and a baseball well, what, bat. And what all. motivated um, you initially really towards calisthenics? Like, uh, I. The, initially it was just because it looked really cool that's that's kind of you know and no one was doing it so it was kind of interesting to me because I didn't know anyone that had done it my friends weren't new about it they, everyone people had talked to me about it you know they kind of knew what it was but people were saying yeah yeah everyone's talking about it but no one's doing it and then I said well I'm gonna do it then so I went off and done it so that's what yeah, motivated so me when, to go do when it you were, when you were competing like if you think like what what I suppose, like what motivated you to continue for the brief kind of two years you actually trained for? <laughs> it was brief, but it was intense. It was packed. <laughs> um, but, uh, I think it was just with the calisthenics side, um, you meet a lot of cool people. And it's just... Um, the reason I kept doing it was just to learn new things. I like, like learning the new, the new tricks and... Um, bits and pieces like that and you know kind of adding the tricks like you know even little things like a uh, different grip or something like you know what I'm trying to say but like <laughs> just learning new things and then meeting new people as well like even traveling around you know going over to Holland and all that was cool you know yeah, going over to Birmingham nice. and you know that's that's like, yeah, you, said like about you know and then you get to meet a whole earlier. lot of different people yeah, sorry. Um, or, sorry but you said about London earlier and like that environment having an impact on Goku and all like do you think that the environment you end up in has a big impact on like your motivation and you know your potential ability I suppose yeah like <clears throat> I think we got lucky because when we just started like we had like you and then when like I got a bit better like you actually have people they can learn off each other way where you're like starting mm. a brand new sport and nobody knows what it is Take like, it took us so long to actually get anywhere like yeah, maybe I had me in the park by myself, like. <laughs> like when did we when did we get a planche like? How many years in the training like? Yeah. Well you probably you could still argue we still don't, you know, you're always kinda of trying to refine it or whatever. Yeah, but I just mean yeah. like say someone like DJ then comes in, DJ got a, like a shadow, like a clean ish shadow planche in three months, like. Mm-hmm. It took us three years, you know? That's just because like the environment that we had when we came in. And that motivated if you're learning something really fast, you're a lot more motivated to stick at it than if you have to wait three years to to a move, you know. Yeah, look, I think like when you, you know, just when you mentioned England and all earlier, like if if Goku's going to that park on a Saturday and 
I know we keep mentioning Goku, but um, you know, you go oh, to that place. Like, remember me and you wanted to go nearly once. We were the plan was we were going to start trying to go once a month over to London and just train, train in that here. place on Saturday because you know there's a reason why we go up to Bar Wars with Ali and stuff as well. And you know, some of that is down like well, obviously it's down to the environment that like Ali's place had and you know the training with them and spit atmosphere and the same in London and stuff. You know, like I think. Anyone that is in that area, if they walked over to that park in London and, you know, you see Jay and Loud and, like, Lionel all doing mad stuff, you know, that definitely has an impact on on you, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, so then, like, I suppose, like, the next couple of weeks, like, we just, well, let's just go, like, but next couple of weeks, we're obviously hoping to get some more people on and, like, I like the idea of kind of talking about those things. Hopefully, we get some more people on and we can ask them kind of, you know, what do they think and what their opinions are on that kind of stuff and have a bit of crack, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frozen again, yeah. Sorry. Oh. Um, well, yeah, so it, it was good to get it going again, anyway. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. All right, see you next week, boys. So, hopefully, I'll chat to you soon, yeah? All right, cool. Sound. Talk to you later. See you later. Good luck. <laughs> I'm actually hanging up, I guess. Hey, hang on, I'll just. <laughs>